Thank you for tuning in to Unlearning. This first episode is about mistakes. Let's unlearn that. Welcome to Unlearning. <laughs> you did it. You, you pressed play. You're in. How's it going so far? <laughs> or should I? Thanks for hitting that play button. Thanks for hit. I I like that. Uh, me too, especially because I, I already I'll have the intro. Right, we'll have yeah. The me. intros will have already happened at this point. So thanks for hitting that play button. I think we'll start with that. Yeah. The... Okay. I think we'll start with this. This is all. This all <laughs> should go in. This is all. This is the meaty part that they tuned in for. Usually for our first segment, we would have stories provided by the audience, submissions about something that they had to unlearn about the topic, and today's topic is mistakes. Um, my mistake was, is I didn't ask anyone to send me anything about unlearning for mistakes. Instead, it was for other topics of the uh, podcast. So that in itself is something that I had to learn. So right. we're gonna- well, I think mistakes is also one of those things that people probably would not want to submit anyway. That's true. So we, we have a couple of uh, good topics lined up for this season, but episode one is mistakes. We're just going to get right to it and talk <laughs> about our mistakes and, and unlearning things about mistakes. And uh, I think it says a lot about how society looks at mistakes that yes. um, no one would have submitted mistakes. No, no one would have wanted to. Right. And how dare I ask? <laughs> right? That's very insensitive of you. But also, um, another mistake is not allowing yourself to make mistakes to learn from things that you did wrong. Yes. To- so maybe that's what this stems from? The yeah. mistake I made? Yes. <laughs> the mistake you made is stem. Yes. Well, I, I, I will say that, uh, so growing up, I was very much uh, not, I don't want to say I wasn't allowed to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my parents weren't like the strictest people, but I, I you know, I, it's still to this day, I feel like with my family, if you make a mistake, it's going to get jumped on. You're going to get made fun of. <laughs> Almost immediately. Yeah. Even if you misspeak, God forbid, people are going to jump on it. So we we were not big fans of making mistakes in my household and uh and and yeah if i if 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 the roles were reversed and i was supposed to ask people for mistakes and i had not done it before recording this podcast i would be mortified uh i probably just like would you'd be like okay you ready to record the mistakes episode and i would just like not text you back at all i just i just disappear so much shame yeah yeah there's so there's a lot of people out there who i know who are probably like, man, you know, he never texts or calls me back. And it's it's not you. It's that I've made some sort of mistake <laughs> and I'm never going to own up to it. I can't own up to my mistakes. Even if they're small ones, I'm just going to avoid the crap out of it and never call you. See, but it would be so much easier if instead of avoiding, we swallowed our pride or our ego or the shame that we have with it. And we confronted and we're like, look, I made a mistake. But it's yes. also easier said than done because it's so easy for me to tell you this. But there are multiple emails I have not replied to because I have not done what I was supposed to do yet. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, oh God, I, admitting to a mistake is not something that I really grew up with. And it's something I still have trouble with now. And I've gotten a little bit better at it. But again, it's just a lot of times I just try to avoid it. Uh, sometimes, you know, I'd, I'd rather like, l- there have been cases, this is, I don't do this as much anymore, but there have been cases where I'd just rather lie. And then, <laughs> but then the problem is you got to tell like another lie to cover up that lie. Yeah. Next thing you know, man, it's like you made the, the world's tiniest mistake and you've now created this web of lies <laughs> that you're just hoping like two different people never run into each other. Because if they do, they'll figure out that I had this whole web of lies to hide the fact that I made, like, a, a minor mistake. Yeah. And my memory is so bad, so I would not be able to remember those webs. And then they would ask me, that so might be why this? That might be why my memory is so good, is because I just, <laughs> I'm because I have practice of weaving webs of lies to cover up minor mistakes. <laughs> a master of web of lies. Yes. Yeah. Again, not as much anymore. But uh, especially when I was like in in a kid, middle school, high school, uh, I made a lot of mistakes and I did not like admitting it ever, <laughs> ever. And now I'm like looking back, I'm like, of course, you're like a 14 year old boy. Of course, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. Like, why yeah. would you not just own up to it? It's fine. Why is there so much shame and why do we like not allow ourselves to make mistakes? I don't understand. I don't know, but we're from. it's permeated into our like social media mm-hmm. and to our politics and it's everywhere and like it, it, people would rather be like if you're proven wrong people would rather just double down on being <laughs> wrong than than admit they made a, you know what i mean yeah absolutely they're like i'd rather die than you know i made a mistake so i'm gonna double yeah. down and say i said what i said yeah yeah I guarantee you there are Trump supporters out there who like voted for him or like, you know, oh, I just want to try something different. Like how bad could it be? And then it got really, really bad. But like all along the way, they were just like, uh, you know, I kind of I voted for this guy. I don't want to say that I made a mistake in my vote. So I'll just pretend it's going fine. Like it's not going fine. It's OK it's to be wrong. It's OK to be wrong. Yeah. But not a lot of people have that thought process. Instead, they're like, no, no matter what, I have to be right for me to be OK. And it's like you could make a mistake and then i'd be like hey you voted for him and now you know better right so don't do it yeah exactly yeah uh yeah making mistakes is is okay that's something that i definitely had to learn uh and again even like minor minor mistakes you know Mm -hmm. uh and i've made i've made many of them along the way (laughs) i've made many mistakes i'm trying to think of one good example um, my roommate asked me to get tapioca pudding when I went to the grocery store. Sure, I got you. Go to the grocery store. I forgot it. I come back, and she's looking in the bag for it, and I'm like, are you sure they didn't put it in the bag? And I went to self-checkout. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, no, I got to go back there. Like, I'm, I paid for it. It's on the receipt. Like, don't look at the receipt, but I have the receipt, and it's on here. Yeah, so I'm unfortunately, gonna go back. I threw the receipt away. Prior I already threw out the this. receipt. Yeah. Uh, let me go back to the grocery store and, and get it for you because I did get it, <laughs> but they forgot it. So let me go back and get it. <laughs> Running circles, doing all this extra when I could have been like, man, I forgot. Oh. But you know what? I'm going to go back and get that because I need such and such. Right. 
Let's yeah, that's that is that's a perfect example of a a small mistake that <laughs> then very quickly it's like, "Ah, oh, I, I don't feel like owning up to this. Let me just pretend someone else messed up." Cuz it's so easy cuz the the person bagging your groceries, they're not there to defend themselves. They're not there. Wouldn't that blow my mind if also the doorbell rings and it's like <laughs> she's lying to you. <laughs> right. You're like, "Okay, my roommate and the grocer are not going to meet. They're not going to talk about me. There's no way I can get caught in this lie. Like, why not just lie? Why not? Yeah. When I could have just told the truth. Um, you really, and it's it's so much easier. And you feel better when you tell the truth. <laughs> you do. Because, like, now the rest of the day you're going to be thinking, like, ah, oh, she knows. She knows that I didn't get the tapioca. She knows it's my fault. <laughs> yeah. That night when I slept, there was, like, a tapioca monster that came out of the bed. It's like... And I gotta eat ya. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. having tapioca nightmares to this day. <laughs> so maybe I should. So I'll tell her tonight. That's oh, you still haven't told her. <laughs> you told me you recorded a podcast about it before you would own up to her. <laughs> and that's why I'm imperfect. And I always like people to know I am constantly going to make a mistake. And sometimes I learn and sometimes no. Yeah, I think, uh, so I've obviously made plenty of minor mistakes, but I've also had to deal with uh, some bigger life choices mm. and not not viewing those as mistakes or, or not second-guessing some things. Like I, so I, I was originally from Boston. I went to school there. Then I moved to Chicago. A lot of the people I went to school with in Boston moved to L.A., that was like a big choice to move to Chicago. And then from Chicago, now I live in LA. That was a big choice. And any, I think back and any time that I've like quit a job or moved or changed apartments, whatever, I think about these or I think about those choices and I always wonder if those were mistakes. Mm. Uh, but then, you know, I find myself second-guessing and kind of coming up with hypotheticals, but I have no idea what would have happened if I made a different choice. You know what I mean? Yeah, and thanks. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes think of these choices as mistakes, which uh, is not really a healthy way of looking at a life choice. <laughs> you know yeah, what because I mean? it's, they, they had to happen so you can be in the spot that you are now. Right. Right. Yeah. I do. I try to remind myself of that. It's like, oh, if I hadn't, if I hadn't quit this job, then maybe I'd be at such and such a level. But, oh, I, then I wouldn't have gone here. I wouldn't have met this person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's tough because uh, life ain't always going the way I thought it would. It and and you got to like wonder, like, what did I do wrong? What mistake did I make along the way? And uh yeah, I think I'm trying to to think of life choices less as mistakes and more just as the a journey of choices. Yeah, it's just steps to where you are now. Because if you and also there's like lessons that you learned moving to these different places that you wouldn't have known now that that, that you wouldn't have known now if you didn't go through it. So it's right. like these are things that we have to do. But I do understand what you mean when you're like man, if I would have just moved here or if I would have just stayed at this job, I probably would be such and such. But 
Right. I don't think that's like a, a healthy way to to think about it. Yeah. Also, it's it's uh, the way we think about the other choices is never real. You're mm-hmm. never accurately looking at. Well, if I had if I had just you know auditioned for one more Second City show, I'd probably be on SNL by now. It's like I don't think that's <laughs> true. But it's nice you know. to romanticize those. Yeah, exactly. You like, romanticize yeah. the choices you didn't make. Uh, and maybe you should just spend more time romanticizing the choices you did make. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have trouble, again, I don't like to admit mistakes, smaller mistakes, but then with bigger choices that aren't necessarily mistakes, I then sometimes start to, to, to wonder if, if I made a mistake. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't make mistakes, so... Here's the thing. I thought the point of this podcast was to grow. And here you are saying, I don't need to grow. I made it. I'm 100% healthy. Everything's fine. I have nothing to learn. Good yeah. for you. Good. <laughs> now everyone turns the podcast off. No, I... Th- yes. Yeah, I make tons of mistakes. I'm trying to think of something on a larger scale. This is just money-wise. I used to have a 99 Mercury Sable. Shout out to Mercury for that vehicle. And I never used to take it to get oil changes. So my engine died from it not having any oil. When you say never, you you actually mean you never once, not even one time? I did once, and then they told the guy came out and he looked at me like I was crazy, and he's like, "There was no oil in there," and I was like, "So why are you charging me five dollars for disposal fee?" <laughs> and he's like, "She's stupid," when he was looking at me. Um, so now I was like, "Okay, I'm sorry. I'll remember to do it." And then the next time I had forgotten, and then that's when it. So I didn't you're, take care of that car. You're the person who goes into the the Genius Bar at the Apple Store, and you're like, "My phone broke," and they're like, "Ma'am, you need to charge it." <laughs> it's not broken it just ran out of battery and i'm like no it's broken look it's not turning on <laughs> exactly yeah. and then they maybe, plug it in and then they're like maybe you don't understand but i know the problem with my car <laughs> and the problem is it's done it's like no ma'am it needs oil like it's just broken <laughs> oh that makes me think of other mistakes too i sometimes i put my reality onto other people when i'm like i've lived my life so i know I see through that lens of my life. And when someone else doesn't see through that lens, I get upset when really it's like, I can't put my reality onto somebody else when I'm coming from a place of this is things that I know in my own lane. Yeah. Yeah. I think I definitely, I like that phrase, put my reality on someone else. I definitely try to get into other people's heads Mm -hmm. and I kind of project their thoughts for them. Mm, yeah and uh generally speaking people are obsessed with me and they're always thinking about me (laughs) it's crazy yeah like when i if if i make a mistake and i lie to cover it up (laughs) then i'm constant then i'm like this person is thinking about this lie (laughs) and meanwhile they're just going about their day they're not even they're thinking about lies that they did yeah yeah exactly Exactly. My roommate isn't actually thinking about the tapioca I didn't get. They're thinking about the fact that they lied to their to their boss about being sick. Yeah. 
because they didn't want to go to work. And so they're thinking about their own life. But meanwhile, I'm just thinking, they're going to know about the tapioca. <laughs> they're going to figure it out. Because they always do. What's done in the dark comes to light. Um, but I will not allow her to listen to this first episode just for that. You do need to have an intervention before <laughs> this. Before we put this up. You, you need to sit her down and be like, look, you're about to hear something that might be hurtful to you. <laughs> That I did. I made a mistake. Look, this podcast, it's supposed to be about growing. And so, look, I'm just going to sit you down and be honest with you. Because through the power of the podcast, I realized (laughs) it was wrong of me to lie about that tapioca. I should have known better. Yeah. Even just saying I made a mistake felt weird out of the mouth. Yeah, I do. I do think I feel also like I need to anyone who's going to listen to this that I know, I need to sit down with them beforehand and explain (laughs) certain things. Like like my intro, I was talking about the family Zoom calls and about how they just view the world differently. I was like, oh, crap, if they're going to listen to this, I need to like explain to them. Like, it's not a bad thing. It's just like, you know, you just like always lived in Massachusetts your whole life. And you don't understand that people have other. Yeah. Like. Oh, so I'm small-minded. It's like, no, that's not what I meant. Like, ah, oh, crap. So now I too am gonna have to preempt this podcast and I tell people about it. Yeah, having to be careful with words that you say, like, because you clearly didn't say like they're small-minded and not listening, but other people are hearing their own like things where it's like they're attacking me. Right. Yeah. Right. The irony being like I'm saying like they're not small-minded, and then. The the, rea- the small-minded reaction would be to say, oh, he's attacking me. It's like, well, I guess maybe you, you proved me wrong. Maybe you are small-minded if that's how you took it. I don't know. Yeah, because I would say stuff about my family, but I am not ready to say family. Yeah. Well, we have to. It's episode one. That's true. We'll work our way there. We have to take we'll our time. We'll work our way there. And this, uh, it's just, it, the reason I put it in the intro is just because we've been doing some family Zooms during the pandemic uh, every couple months or whatever, and, and everyone gets on, and it's just, uh, it, it's just so interesting. The, the conversation just feels a lot different than when I talk to people I know in L.A. or in Chicago. or mm-hmm. uh, It's just a... You know, and there's, I don't think there's necessarily anything inherently wrong with someone living in their own world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as long as you're not hurting someone else, that's fine. But it's just interesting to see uh, this lack of understanding about uh, other worlds, I guess, other people's. Yeah, yeah it's just so weird. Mm-hmm. Massachusetts is a very insular place. It's it's this weird, like it like it's a blue state. It's like a liberal state, but it's also the place that the that was founded by the Puritans. Like the Pilgrims yeah. came there because they were like the British are not uptight enough about their religion, <laughs> so they came to Massachusetts so they could be more uptight about religion. And then uh, a couple years after that, in Salem, they burned people for being witches. <laughs> so historically. <laughs> not the most progressive people (laughs) so it's a very it's a very weird place to be from and it's a very there's a certain mindset and and then i'm like in la and it's i can't believe i can't believe that this is all one country Mm -hmm. you know what i mean even 
people talk about red states, blue states. I mean, forget forget that. Like the fact that California and Massachusetts, they're both considered blue states. How are they part of the same country? It's a whole different Truly. world out here. You're like, what? They're they're all seeing from their own like reality or like the foundation of beliefs that they have. Yeah, so- and no one in my family has ever lived outside of Massachusetts. Mm. Yeah. And it's just you just don't meet other people that way. I don't know that there's anything necessarily wrong with living your life. I, now I'm trying to backtrack and be like, no, but they're great. They're great. In case I know. They well, it's just that they have to be exposed to different people, too. Because even when they are, like, my parents are Jamaican, and they say things sometimes that are, like, sexist or homophobic. And I'm like, how you as an immigrant, you as a Jamaican woman, how can you understand issues that you get when you're oppressed but when there's issues for other people that's you don't understand, I'm like, you, why would, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's sometimes it's very hard to see the world from other people's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that my family still does is uh, they will use the R word. I don't yeah. know. I'm probably not, I'm not going to say the actual word. <laughs> they say it all the time. And that's just, yeah. that's like a Boston thing. It's just like an accepted term uh term yeah and and it's just weird to it's it's something that if somebody like i was having a conversation in la about or chicago or wherever if someone said that that would just be outrageous yeah yeah and then when i'm in conversation with my family it's like it doesn't even hit the ear weird <laughs> it's like it's like the it's just yeah. a word that they say all the time so it's it's interesting how you get into your own little uh bubbles yeah because it's like normalized behavior that they learned so it's just a normal way to talk and then when you step outside of that bubble and you say things like that people are like whoa wait what's happening sometimes you you don't necessarily even mean it to be a bad thing Mm -hmm. but it's taken by a different culture as a bad thing Mm -hmm. yeah i think there's so many definitions to different words where like to one set of people means one thing to another set of people means something else. And then you're like, okay, well, what does this word mean? Right. It's crazy to me that British people, they still refer to cigarettes as, as fags. And I'd say that not meaning it as a derogatory word. I'm just saying that that's the word that they use for cigarettes. And it's like, Oh my God, you can't, why would you say that's awful? Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's not, they don't mean any harm. It's just the word that for cigarettes, you know? Yeah. They will just pass, pass me that. Yeah. Right. So, it makes me think of like how do we all get on the same page like how can california and like what texas or like arizona how could they all like get on that same well that's what this podcast is it's us (laughs) fixing the world over the next 10 episodes felicia mcleod and matt sadler are gonna bring the country together do you have any other mistakes you want to own up to with your uh roommate or roommates or somebody else who's going to listen to this podcast okay um mistakes work-wise um i used to work at a place and um other people weren't doing their jobs so i used to work at a place don't be too specific now (laughs) okay i used to work at a hotel and people some people didn't do their jobs so instead of calling out that in the moment like hey why isn't this done i took that work on 
So slowly it became normalized that I would do 75% more of the work that I needed to be done just because I wouldn't call things out in the moment. Yeah. Um, so then I felt so frustrated and other people would look at me like, why are you so frustrated? You're just doing the normal work you do. Um, so I think it's a mistake that instead of saying things in the moment of like, hey, this needs to be done and such and such didn't do it. I took it on as if I had to. Um, so I learned that it's important to call things out in the moment before it gets even bigger and bigger. That slippery slope thing, you know, things can, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't address something right away, it can really get out of hand. For me, the most common work mistake probably relates to, um, so I work in television production. They have their own words and abbreviations for like everything. Just a lot to learn on a set. If it's your first time on set, there's a lot to learn that's just terminology. So like if you if you need like a, a, a battery or like you're walking, it's a brick, not a battery. You know what I mean? Or if you need a tripod, <laughs> tripod for, for a camera, you'd probably call it sticks instead of a tripod, right? So if it's your like first you're time working a shoot and someone and the camera op is like, Can you grab me sticks? You're like, from the forest? Like what do I <laughs> So you run outside to a palm tree and you break it up. Right. And I'm not saying I did that. <laughs> That's not the mistake. I never went and <laughs> broke up a palm tree for a camera operator who just wanted a tripod. But I, I do think that that you there's like this sense that part of the lingo is to like see who belongs and who's been on set before. You know what I mean? The short, you know, and that's what shorthand is. It's like a way to immediately know. All right, who's who's in? Who's who's on the outside? Who doesn't know this shorthand? And so, it, your first times on a set, if you're if you haven't worked in TV or film before, and you don't know some of the terminology, you know you're there to work hard. You're you're probably a pretty smart person, but you just don't know some of the terminology, and and you might fake it. And they're like, hey, you know, pass me. Oh, like we're we're doing a scene. We need a light. Or you give me a one K, and you're just like, ah. Uh, Okay, a K is like a, a, a thousand or a kilogram, a thousand of what? Like, what do I, I don't even know what to grab. And and you just kind of like try to fake it till you make it. A lot of TV production is, is kind of fake it till you make it. And it's just sort of accepted that, that that's what it is. And <laughs> Do they allow you to even just ask to be like, uh, what's, huh? That's the thing or is, is like, I've had to learn. You should know. I've I've had to learn that it's totally okay to say, oh, what what is that? I don't know what that is. It used to be, <laughs> I would say, yes, absolutely. That was like that was what I was taught in in college. Was when in working environment, you just you say yes and figure out how to do it later. <laughs> Can you do this? Yes, of course. And then figure out later how to do it. And that, that philosophy is, I don't want to say always wrong, but there are many times in which it, it works to just say uh, either, you know, no, I, I, I can't do that, or, or ask a follow-up question. It's like, yeah, I will try my best to, to do what you want, but could you clarify, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. And it, it is. I've, I've found it's, it's perfectly okay to ask or to not know something. 
and there's some very successful people people who are producers on shows and I'll say something and they'll be like, Oh, what, what is that? And I'll be like, Oh wow. Okay. There's people above me who don't know necessarily everything. Mm. No one knows everything. Mm. Uh, no one knows everything. No one knows everything. To make a TV show, it takes like hundreds of people doing a lot of different jobs. And so no one knows everything, you know? Mm. And if they say they do, they're a liar. Right. And that's a mistake. The, the goal is to know an, enough to do your job and to communicate with others so they can do their job. And you don't need to know everything. And I thought, I definitely used to think that I did need to know everything. And I made Aww. a lot of mistakes just trying to look like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> you know, which goes back to that lying thing of, I was so afraid to make a mistake. I felt like, oh, I need to know what this thing is. I'll say I know what it is and figure it out. And sometimes I wish I could have been a fly on the wall. Sometimes it's easier to say I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember a specific time when when that did happen and then you brought something that wasn't it and they're like, "What?" A lot of times like there's different, especially when it's different departments that you don't necessarily know mm-hmm. people in a department and it's like I remember one time, "Oh, go find like an A2. They'll know what to do with this." Like an A2, cool. And so A2, A is audio, and it's like somebody, it's a secondary person in the audio department. And I thought they said E2 when they said A2. There's no such thing as an E2, but I tried to put it together and I was like, E2, there's probably an electrician. So I went to the electrician and like gave them some audio equipment. And they were like, oh, thanks. I don't really need this. <laughs> and meanwhile, the audio guy's like, where is my equipment? I'm the A2. I'm like, oh, sorry, I gave it to the E2, not the A2. That's my bad. And they're like, there is no E2. You're, you're just faking it till you make it, which is okay. We're all doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I could have just asked, what's an A2? Oh, it's an audio system. Okay. Where's the audio department? Okay. Okay. That's another thing. Like, we're so, um, it's so hard to ask for help sometimes, which is a mistake. Like, it's so hard to just be like, uh, I don't understand that. Or wait, can you clarify what that is? Because I'd rather the shame of running away than of dealing with it in the moment. Like, Yeah, we definitely, it, we're developing this culture of uh, pretend to know, in the moment, in the conversation, pretend you know it and then Google it later. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've done that so many times where I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, yeah. Oh yeah, Heming- Hemingway, been- of course. Yes, well, yeah. yeah, yes. But I mean, Fitzgerald was much more of a pragmatist, whereas you know Hemingway was. You know, and then you you're googling it later, and you're like, oh, I hope, I hope these two. I hope I said the right, right. things. Hemingway's an author, right? Like, let me Google it, <laughs> make sure I got it. Right. Just have to ask in the moment. Yeah, Wait, and there's certain things. topics that I think. Uh, I feel like I, I can admit I don't know anything about. And then there's other topics where I'm like, oh, I, I really should know this. And I, if I don't, it's a mistake and I have to hide that I don't know this. But like science, yeah. I just don't know science. You know, so someone, someone starts talking about like, how many degrees Kelvin is that? I'm like, I, that wasn't English, sir. I don't Who? know. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Kelvin? <laughs> no. I, who's viscosity? Who's that? I don't know what that is. Yeah. 
I've never met him. <laughs> Sounds nice. I've heard him. great <laughs> things, but never met him. <laughs> yeah. But meanwhile, like I work in TV and, and there's times where people are like, oh, you see that episode of this show? And it's like, there are so many millions of shows and they all have hundreds there's of so episodes. No, I haven't seen that episode of the show. But it's yeah. just like, I'm just like, I would feel like an idiot if I didn't. So I'll just say, yeah, but why don't you quote it to me? <laughs> Actually, that's my favorite show. But why don't you say it so I can read right. it in the moment? <laughs> well, when yeah. somebody comes to you and they're like, did you see that episode of whatever? That, that's them saying, I want to quote my favorite episode to you. So just let them. That, that, yeah. one, that one's maybe more of a harmless little white lie to just be like, yeah. Mm. But I have learned that it, it's okay to also not know things. Because mm-hmm. there's so many things to know. There's The world and is a very complicated learning. place, man. Just look at yeah. how many different categories they come up with on Jeopardy. See, and that show is hard. You got, you got, six, you got six categories yeah. in, in regular Jeopardy, six more categories in double Jeopardy, and they do that every day. There's all, so many different categories of knowledge in the world so extensive and it's okay to not know yes and that's something i'm working on i'm working on being like it's okay for me not to know because I, I won't know everything and there's nobody that does know everything right right i think that i growing up had that like mistaken belief that there were people who knew everything right Same. that was something i had yeah. to unlearn was not only did i have to unlearn the fact like i don't need to be perfect but I also had to un- unlearn the idea that like there are other, there are perfect people. There aren't. There are no perfect people. Everyone makes mistakes. They were doing a great job faking it until they. Yeah, some it. people are better at faking it than others, but that doesn't mm-hmm. make them perfect. That makes them an actor. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and plus, when you're younger, you I believed like uh, adults knew what they were doing and they were doing things for everyone else and taking care of everybody yeah, and they have, and i was like so surely we're right, all okay but they have no idea what they're doing <laughs> i think they don't know i think it's partially it's it's my coming of age as i as a, you know now in my early 30s and i went through my 20s but also i think it's just the the last four or five years in in politics you just really learn that like oh it's the grown-ups are not in charge the grown-ups don't They're know everything charge. the grown-ups don't know everything you know and adults adults can more. do and say stupid things they're not always right and they do right and they will yes but as a kid i just thought oh yeah my, my parents know everything one day i'll yeah. know everything too and i would respect people more if they were honest to be like i don't know but i'm gonna figure it out for you or I'll look it up. Or this is how you can look it up instead of just like, I know. Yes. That's so much more helpful. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can, It's like, oh, well, I, there's this kind of BS and I can BS you and we can just kind of never get the right answer. Or I can say like, oh, I don't know. Let me find out for you. Yeah. So much more helpful. It's not hard. No, it's not. I think people feel foolish when they're like, if they don't know, they're like, well, if I don't know, then I look stupid. When it's like, that's not true. I don't expect you to know everything. Right. And now it's it's gotten to the point where everyone has an opinion on everything and everyone pretends to be an expert on everything. Yeah. And sometimes I think we lose sight of the fact that, like, there are experts in certain fields. You know what I mean? 
Like mm-hmm. you, you may have Googled global warming because you felt like, <laughs> you, oh, I need to know about global warming. I need to know everything. And I'm just going to pretend I know everything. But like there are scientists who know more than you. And it's okay that they know more than you. It's okay. And it's okay. And it's okay. And educate yourself. It's okay to educate yourself or to ask questions. Yes. That was, uh, that's something that I learned a lot with the, the Black Lives Matter movement of like mm-hmm. people, you know, as being like a, a, a quote unquote, like white ally. It's like, well, how do you be an ally? And it's like, you know, you may make a mistake. Uh, you know what I mean? You may yes. be doing something that you think is helpful that isn't helpful. And that's not a reason to stop helping. You just you I just think, learn. Yeah, people are scared of trying to help making a mistake and then being dragged or like canceled. Right. I think the like, black then everybody will think I'm racist. Yeah. yeah. That, the black square thing on Instagram is like the perfect example of like all these white people mm-hmm. with like the, the the best intentions. And then it's like, <laughs> you know, this isn't actually doing anything. And, you know, you're using this hashtag, so you're just filling up this hashtag with nothing. And meanwhile, we need to, like, actually do this, this, and this. So you just need to learn. People get so defensive, you know what I mean? Oh, I was just trying to help you. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, you don't need to get defensive. Like, here's here's what I actually need from you. So you'd say, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought that was being helpful. But I guess, I guess posting a little black square on Instagram <laughs> wasn't super helpful. How could I have seen that coming? Uh, but yeah. uh, I, I'll take your word for it that that wasn't helping you. And, and what can I do to help? And that's wonderful when you listen open and honestly, and you're like, Oh, I didn't know. And now I have this new information and I am going to move forward with that new information instead of being defensive. And it's just like, okay. And now you are a piece of shit. Yeah. Cause you're just not listening. Right. Right. That's the thing is people get so defensive and when they do that, they, they stop listening. Mm-hmm. and there's a lot of talking out there and there's like less and less barely listening. any listening yeah yeah which is a mistake except for you dear listener thank you for listening <laughs> to the podcast thank you so much for listening you, yes. you i'll tell you what tuning into this was not a mistake <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening that brings us into our last segment uh figuring out on a scale of zero to 10, how far you think you are on your journey of unlearning mistakes. Zero being you haven't even started and 10 being you have completed your journey. How far do you think you are on your journey? 12. No. Um, mistakes? <laughs> uh, this is, this is a hard one. So mistakes of, of the, the categories that we're going to talk about in this season that we've laid out, uh, the, the, I was looking at them and I'm like, oh, I have stuff to say about these. And then I looked at mistakes and I was like, well, that's a big one for me. <laughs> I've made a lot of mistakes. And then I've compounded it. Yeah. And then I've compounded it by not admitting a mistake, which is also a mistake. So this is a tough one for me to say where I am because I, I feel like every time I progress, I just learn how much further from 10 I was. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is a mistake to think you're so close to 10. Yeah, right, exactly. You, you, some people, I think, probably are like, oh, yeah, I, I, I know. Well, I'm not always right, and it's fine. And I'm, I'm learning, and I make mistakes, and I'm okay with it. And then, But then you realize, like, just the depths of people's denial 
about mm -hmm. making mistakes and, and about self-improvement. So I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll say I'm like at a, like a four on my journey, one to ten. Definitely no longer at one. I was stuck at, at one or zero for a long time where I just, <laughs> just did not want to go on the journey of unlearning about mistakes. I just, I just made mistakes, and I never, yeah. ever owned up to them. Not never, <laughs> not never, but I was gun-shy to own up to them. And I started owning up to them more. But I still have a ways to go. I'll say four, yeah, maybe five, fair. like halfway, not even halfway there. So four. How about you? Nice. I um, am on the same page as tapioca. Um, I think I go back and forth between four and six. Like, I think I like climb and I do like a really good job. And then I run back down the stairs and then I climb back up to six and then I run back down to four. So I think I'm like. And the thing Between is, it's so level. much harder to climb stairs than it is to just roll down them. You know what I mean? You, may, you put in that work, and it's a lot of work to move forward, and it's so much easier to just fall backwards. It's so much easier to fall backwards. When really, we should be striving to continue to keep pushing forward, which is something I'm trying to do and trying to like be patient with myself because it's not going to be perfect right away. But it is. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to own up to mistakes. It is. It is. I'm glad that you said like, like in the four to six range, I think that's, that's right. Then that, that I was a four. Cause I think you're a little ahead of me, but, but if you were going to be like an, sometimes I come back. Down. If you were going to be like an eight, I was going to, I was going to be like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess Felicia's perfect. <laughs> She's just. That'd be me lying to myself. If I exactly. said I was like, exactly. Yeah. This is yeah. Mistakes and, and, Dealing with them is a very easy thing to lie to yourself about. Some yes. of these other things that we'll talk about are not as easy to lie to yourself about. Mistakes mm -hmm. are super easy to just, <laughs> just, just, oh, even deny that you did make a mistake or, you know, just not fix it. It's, it's a tough thing. It's just so quick. Yeah. Yeah. But at least we are aware of it and we're doing work to try and correct or call out our mistakes in the moment that's i think we're at least doing like good to be in the car and not at zero thank you so much for tuning into unlearning please feel free to share your stories with us at unlearning a podcast at gmail.com be sure to follow us on twitter at unlearning underscore cast and instagram at unlearning underscore podcast this is a reminder that you are not alone on your journey to unlearning. Unlearning is part of the Trident Network. You can learn more about the network's videos, live stream shows, and other podcasts by visiting thetridentnetwork.com. <laughs>